Hello, my name is Mark Schofield and I'm the Global Tax Reporting and Strategy Leader at PwC. I'd like to welcome you to the second in our series of tax reporting and strategy podcasts, helping you, our clients, understand how to manage tax in a complex, challenging digital and dynamic world. Today, I'm joined by two of my colleagues, Kirstine Rencourt and Tom Birch. And we're going to focus on the very hot topic of data management and data quality, which, as we discovered in our last podcast, underlines all of the main business needs that clients are currently facing. Although data is not a new issue for tax, it's fast turning into one of the major enablers for future state tax functions. Kirstine, Tom, welcome. Could we just start really by thinking about why is data quality become such an important issue for tax departments recently? Tom, what's your take on that? Thanks, Mark. The data quality question has always existed for tax departments, and they have struggled with data and what it's meant for having to fix data for compliance purposes at the back-end processes for many years. The difference now is in terms of what the tax authorities are asking for and are able to do with the data. They have ramped up what they can do in technology-wise and dealing with data and analysing your data, and they have thrust upon taxpayers a lot more regulation asking for data at the transactional level. That's putting pressure on tax departments to actually have the data right at the granular level rather than the historic aggregated level, which they've been slightly more comfortable with. Thanks, Tom. Kirsty, could you just talk a little bit about what some are, are some of those developments that Tom was just talking about? Absolutely. So the, the main one that we should mention is the standard audit file for tax, which is a request for this exact granular level of detail that Tom referred to. And there are various variants of this requirement as well. So an, another good example is the immediate supply of information from the Spanish authorities that came in in July this year, which I think gave us a real step change in terms of uh, the ambition of tax authorities to get information from us on, a, on an effective real-time basis. Every four days, in reality, it's every day. So that's really interesting because what I've heard from both of you there is that data has never been more important. So if tax functions have got to get hold of data, uh, I mean, I guess this is one for you, Kirsten, given your experience in industry, what's the role that tax functions can play in driving quality improvements in data within their organisations? I think the main thing that they can do is actually point out specifically what are the data requirements, um, what what information does the tax department need in order to deliver the compliance and meet their legal obligations. And often tax departments assume that other people know what is required, they rely on that data, um, and they're, they're unaware that that data is needed further down the line by the tax department. So the first thing I think is getting visibility of the individual data elements that are needed and also prioritising that data. Not all data is equal. Tax departments absolutely rely on key items of data that are needed for the the you know the filings that we've mentioned earlier. So Tom, just just thinking about that a little bit, what happens if you don't get the quality of data that you need? Yeah, so when you don't have that quality, um, you can be in the position that many of our clients are, which is you're dealing with it within the tax department, you're trying to fix the data, get it ready for the authorities. That's okay if you've got endless resources and lots of time, but people don't. And with the advent of more real-time reporting, you're 
pressures are getting squeezed both on uh, the time you've got and the amount of data that you have to deal with. So when you don't get the quality up front in terms of what's produced ready for reporting, you have to commit lots of resources and sometimes you're going to have to file stuff that you're not entirely comfortable with. And that is a big consequence that has to be managed better in the future. So just to add to, to that point, Tom, we've talked a lot about the sort of external drivers for change, the external tax landscape. A number of tax departments are faced with some internal change drivers, one of which is cost, reducing cost to serve. What we're finding a lot is that, that that's really falling on uh, the tax departments um, rather than in other areas of finance. If tax departments had tax-ready data delivered in an accurate way, they could really drive efficiencies within that department. Tax in the, in the tax department. So what we're really saying is data rights for tax people. So Tom, does that matter at the tax authority levels? Are they looking at the quality of data? Uh, they absolutely are, Mark. And one of the things that I get asked a lot is how quickly do tax department uh, tax authorities uh, turn from asking for more data to actually being able to analyse that and look at the profile of taxpayers and or the compliance of taxpayers. And I think when a lot of this started with places like Portugal, etc., it was taking a number of years for them to actually ramp up capability to analyse the data that they were sent by the taxpayers. The more recent examples of places like Poland, who brought in a SAFT last year, is that it's taking them less than 12 months to be in a position where they can actually analyse your data, profile you as a taxpayer to decide whether they want to spend more attention on your compliance and also to look for compliance errors. And their capability has been improved greatly you, because of technology advances and the ease of adoption of technology. Some of the tax authorities aren't silly. They're working with IBM Watsons, they're working with Googles to make sure that they are savvy enough to work with that data in an efficient way. So essentially what we're saying is that there may be a better set of tools available to tax authorities than there is to individual taxpayers. So I guess that that underpins the point that having the right quality of data is is fundamental to managing compliance accurately going forward. And I guess, Kirsty, that neatly leads into the question, you know, based on your experience in industry, so what are the first logical steps to improving data quality? So documenting the specific requirements that you need for, uh, for tax, identifying not only the item that you need, but where that actually is held within the ERP system, understanding and recognizing who are the owners of that data, who are the customers of the data, and looking at ways that you can also um, assess the quality of the control around that data. Not all controls are equal. And if you need to be sharing this data and it needs to be accurate right first time with the authorities, then you need to have a controlled framework to, um, to, 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 to manage that point. I, th I think just on that, the, the, the one of the things that I deal with a lot is uh, tax departments uh, not necessarily having defined to the owners of the data exactly what tax needs out of that data and then having some form of mechanism for holding them accountable for that. I think they're real challenges that people do have to deal with. So what I've heard is both data quality is important, the way to start the process of improvement is a much better dialogue between tax and the people who provide them the data around what it is that, that they need. 
So if you're a client and you really want to start thinking about a practical step that you can take, what sorts of things would you would you want to be doing? So we, um, we help a number of clients um, do a, a review of data quality, and that looks at both you know, organizational data, static data, some master data that you've got within your ERP system, transactional data, so how well does your ERP system manage logic decisions for, for example, tax coding decisions. But we also help clients understand the process and how people are using the system as well. So there's something uh, really clever around process mining now that gives you visibility of of, of the finance processes and how they how they impact tax. That's one of the main areas, I think. Yeah, and it makes a big difference going into the conversations or negotiations with other parts of um, your, your finance function if you can point to uh, how good or bad the data is and how important it is or isn't for tax. And actually having that quantified and qualified makes that conversation far more tangible and allows you to get more buy-in and achieve more within any uh, function that we've come across. And is there a role for robotics automation in all of this? No, absolutely. And when you look at some of the use cases for robotics and accuracy of, of master data, there's some great proof of concepts and pilots that a number of organizations are doing to, to correct specific pain points within the data, looking at ways you can uh, replicate what a human would do. And just taking the example of AP tax coding and within a within a, an organization where, where typically it has, has fallen to an individual, a manual process to be done, even, th even though you might be following some guidance you know people don't always follow guidance um, appropriately and, 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 and reference that when they need to so so robotics can play an absolutely key area to fix some of the point issues that are addressed but I think to Tom's point understanding and having a quantification of the specific things that need addressing and the prioritization of those issues is is pretty key to to really drive data improvements so We've got lots of new developments in cloud-based ERP systems. You know, in a nutshell, they're going to have a role to play in improving data quality going forward? They are, but you're going to have to make them work to do it. And getting a good implementation of whatever system you choose is critical to ensuring that you get the benefits and you get ultimately good processes, good controls, and data comes through how you want it to. So I've just heard a great summary of why changes have been going on, why data quality matters, how you deal with data quality, some of the roles of technology in, in helping you do what you do. Casting forward, a final comment from each of you, what does the future look like? I think having tax departments that are able to cross-check, cross-reference data from different countries, from different tax authorities, to anticipate the challenges that the tax authorities will make on the information that they're sharing will be absolutely critical. I think Kirsten's right. Unfortunately, you're in a race uh, to have the same level or greater level of ability to get that data right as the tax authorities have to analyze it and look at you as a profile of a taxpayer and the compliance of what you do. So a lot of tax departments need to now critically look at how they manage data and perhaps transform, indeed transform, what they're going to do in that space. 
Thank you, Kirsten. Thank you, Tom, for joining me today. Thank you for sharing your valuable insights and experience on what is fundamentally a very important topic for all of our clients. Thank you also to our listeners for joining us. We all very much hope that you enjoyed hearing what we had to say. And please do contact one of us if you'd like to carry on with the dialogue.